And for me, that was one of the biggest leaps that I had to take was when he looked at me and he asked if I was a DJ and I shook my head no. And he said, do you want to be? And I shrugged, literally. I don't even think I opened my mouth. And he said, well, call me when and if you get two turntables and a mixer. And I called him the next day. This is the Lonely Edges podcast, where standing apart brings us closer to everyone and everything. Hi, I'm Christina Fry, and I realized not too long ago that one of the scariest places to go is a lonely edge. That place where you set yourself apart, listen to your truth, and follow it. This could be for a creative endeavor, a career direction, a different stance in your relationship, or just a different way of looking at things than most of the people around you. The thing is that when we move towards these lonely edges, it brings us closer to everyone and everything. It's kind of a paradox. So I want to get better at this, since I tend to avoid lonely edges like the plague, whether it's seeing things differently from people around me, branching out in my art making, or being someone with psychic training who finds it difficult to sit down and meditate because looking at energy seems so weird out in the world. That's why I'm talking to people who move towards lonely edges with more regularity and maybe more swagger than I do. And these conversations are often a kind of confessional about the life-giving and alchemical nature of standing apart. I can feel that energy and I can feel those people. I can feel at an NBA game, I can feel Giannis, I can feel the crowd, I can at Milwaukee Pride Fest, I can feel everybody. Like it's it's one of those things, I'm a feelings person and I that's what I think is an amazing gift to then be able to put it out there into the universe with, with music. As the Milwaukee Bucks official DJ and producer, Shauna has been to the bubble and back, DJed her first and second NBA All-Star game and been part of a world championship. She's the NCAA Women's Final Four official DJ, the 2020 official DJ for the Ryder Cup, as well as the opener for major acts such as Lizzo, Ani DeFranco, Shaq, aka DJ Diesel, and Jonas Blue, to name a few. Dare to Be is not only DJ Shauna's clothing line, but it's her way of life. She spreads love through DJing, her children's book, motivational speaking, clothing line, podcast, and first original single, I Won't Give Up. Shauna recognizes how powerful positivity can be and wants to make a difference on every person she encounters. I invited DJ Shauna because even though she's out there making a huge difference and really making a big splash in multiple ways, she has been really real about how lonely it can be, how different she feels, how maybe just out of the pack she sometimes is. And so I wanted to talk to her about how does she navigate that and what is her stance and what would she have to say to other people who are in the same position. So let's hear from DJ Shauna about all of this stuff. All right. Welcome DJ Shauna to the Lonely Edges podcast. I'm really glad that you could make it today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today. Thank you. Yeah. Love the hat. Thanks. Thank you. I actually, I just got it. 
Um, it's actually from the bar I started DJing at, Walker's Pint here in Milwaukee. So they've been like a wicked huge hit and it's summertime. So got to. Love it. Okay. Before we, I don't know, before we go into the details of your experience as a DJ, because I'm sure we're going to talk about that. Let's go a little deep. So yeah. the tagline of the show is where standing apart brings us closer to everyone and everything. Um, it's this weird paradox. And I'm just curious, like when I say that, what comes up for you? I love that when you when when I first learned about that, it, it makes me smile innately because I think um, something that I strive as not only a human, but as a brand, as a as a DJ, a producer, whatever, however many things I can label myself as I have found that I for as difficult as it is to choose when to be vulnerable. I find that it brings success and that it not and that success for me is defined by hopefully impacting just one person and maybe making a difference in their life. And so um, I love that tagline because I have found through a professional basketball career um, and chasing a dream that I have had um, numerous people tell me that it wasn't going to be possible and just having this burning fire of desire inside of me and just just needing to know that I needed to try and to do my best, utilizing that blueprint to to find and seek out that dream and become and accomplish that dream as a professional basketball player. I've been utilizing that in my DJ and um, I guess you would say entrepreneurial career. And so, which to me is is continually trying to figure out who I am, which is always evolving. And I think that that's what makes me special and that's what makes you special. And that's what makes the listener special is who are you? And that, that makes a big difference. Yeah. Now we could sit here talking for 10 hours about your first, your basketball career, and then how you got into DJing professionally and all that jazz. But since we are a little bit short for time, um, I would love to hear about some of those vulnerable moments for, for you becoming a DJ, whether they're recent or just something that really stands out to you where you just had to go your own road and go forward because you knew it was the right thing for you to do. I appreciate that question. I like it. So I think for me, it's twofold. So one, there is a moment that I could talk about when I first started. And then the second part would be, I think every day. And so I'll start at the beginning. Um, and I actually got into DJing after undergrad while I was sort of chasing this dream to play college basketball. And I was hanging out with my peers at, as we mentioned from the hat Walker's pint here in Milwaukee on second and national. And I have never drank alcohol in my life. I've always had sports. And so for whatever, whatever phrase you want to use, but I've always been sober in every single capacity from I've never, I've, I've never done drugs. I've never drank alcohol. And so I have, I find myself to be socially awkward and uncomfortable, um, especially in, in bar situations around my peers. I have a hard time with it. It's just something that I'm not super great at still. Um, and so I started hanging out with the DJ there. And for me, that was one of the biggest leaps that I had to take was when he looked at me and he asked if I was a DJ and I shook my head no. And he said, do you want to be? And I shrugged, literally. I don't even think I opened my mouth. And he said, well, call me when and if you get two turntables and a mixer. And I called him the next day. And that was something um, that I didn't know would be a career. That was over 15 years ago, which is just crazy to think about that I'm that old. But um, it was it was an incredible experience. And 
um, from then on, it was just a hobby. And I was still hanging out with those same peers and they were hanging out at the bar and I was learning something that I really just was having a lot of fun with. And I was getting some cash in my pocket at the end of the night. And so for me, that was a very different path that everybody else was sort of taking. Um, and I realized how much I love it. And I think the second part of this is every single day, um, I'm gonna try to find and say this very eloquently, I'm impacted just as much by social media as anybody else. And I'm impacted by the images and the stories that are told um, just as much as anybody else. And so when I look first and foremost at the DJ world, it's a very male dominated industry still. And there are incredible women out there that I look up to and that I've been fortunate to work with and collaborate with and do amazing events, but it's still a very male dominated industry. And so that's one part for me. The other part, again, I'm going to be very vulnerable in sharing is how I look and who I am. And um, I've been told, I'll just share a story with you, that sex sells in the DJ industry. And that if I dress the way that I dress, um, people aren't going to find that sexy. And that's something that personally I don't care about. That's not who I am as a person if I think other people think that I am sexy. Um, but unfortunately it's something that comes along with being a woman again in this industry and I, in no way, shape or form, am I going to knock other women for who they are or what they are doing. But oftentimes when I look at flyers of events that even have women involved, I don't look like they look, I don't dress like they look. And, um, I'm in a, again, another minority group, um, and who I am and how I choose to, you know, the costume I choose to put on every single day. And so that for me is figuring out a way again, where I think I stand, you know, um, apart, but then ultimately what I've learned through this whole journey is that it really brings a lot of people together. Yeah. I mean, watching the videos of you on your website from different, I don't know, TV channels or something like that. It's on YouTube now, but it's, it's amazing to me that you would be impact. I mean, obviously you, it's an industry. There are expectations. People want what they want, right? If they say sex sells, okay, then I guess, I don't know what to say about that. But then you look at videos of you and your total joy, you know, putting the music on, like rooting the team on with the crowd. Like there's just such a, you're right in sync with the spirit of the people around you. And then you amp it up with the music. And it's just like, it's so your lane. It's so obviously what you love to do and what you're good at. And um, so I just have to take a moment and just, wow, like you're impacted by those old fashioned norms that I don't even, I mean, what can we say about all that? It sounds ridiculous, but I'm sure those guys like have pressure on them too, right? Just to take the human approach, like as idiotic as it might sound to you and I, <laughs> <laughs> that like, no, you have to put on whatever outfit, you know? Right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I could go down, you know, my, um, my Madison, Wisconsin liberal brain here could go down a whole heteronormative, you know, like what sex, sexy sex sells is and what that definition is, because again, I, you know, that's constantly evolving and, um, yeah, but I, but that's that's just my story. I think just kind of like laying it out there for you was every single day. I'm, I'm I think a shy and I I am self conscious, and so um, I never put clothes on 
that's not my objective, to be honest. Like when I get dressed or when I go to work is like, I want to look sexy. That's not who I am. And it's just, I like you, I appreciate you seeing those videos and you don't know me from 10 minutes ago. And that makes my heart happy because that's, I think music is one of the coolest avenues that brings people together. And I feel very lucky to have something that I think I found some magical way that I ended up kind of being good at. And then I just like to make people happy and it's, that's it. Yeah. And to me, it's like, if that's the case, then you're playing a much bigger game on a more like metaphysical level, shall we say, because you're doing it for humanity. You're doing it to make everybody happy. And this might sound a little Pollyanna, but I don't care. Like it is a bigger game when you operate that way, right? You've got purpose. You've got like the people that you care about, which is basically the entire stadium of people in the the room. Like if you're hooked into them and you're serving them with the deepest part of yourself, what else matters? Thank you. That's how I view it. I view it as a very reciprocal relationship and and not, and and you get it. And so sometimes I, I don't know how much I can, you know, delve into it, but it's something that I can feel that energy and I can feel those people. I can feel at an NBA game. I can feel Giannis. I can feel the crowd. I can at Milwaukee Pride Fest, I can feel everybody. Like it's, it's one of those things. I'm a feelings person. And I, that's what I think is an amazing gift to then be able to put it out there into the universe with, with music. Yeah. And you get real time feedback. Like some of us are writers like me. I mean, I know you wrote a kid's book, but like, you know, when you're writing or even doing a podcast, the person listening to this is not going to stand up and cheer for right. the, you and me doing this. Like, I'm not going to hook in to how they feel in this hot minute. Yeah but you do like you put that music on and the whole place is standing up and screaming and totally excited and pounding. And that's, I mean, what a way to live. Like you're right in it with everybody. Like, how is that for you? It's a rush. Um, again, I don't know. Uh, I don't know any other way to feel those highs and lows in life than, than naturally like that. And so for me, it's one of the coolest things to experience. Um, you know, if you want to talk about Bucks basketball and the Bucks winning a championship in 2021 and being in the arena for game six when the Bucks win an NBA championship, what a roller coaster of emotion it was for me personally, when you look at what had transpired over the last year and a half with COVID and I went to Orlando to be a part of the NBA bubble and then we started with zero fans and now all of a sudden there's hundreds of thousands of fans in downtown Milwaukee still in a pandemic cheering on the Milwaukee Bucks in the city that I grew up in the city that I love to call home. And I'm trying to like push all these emotions down so I can still do my job and not freeze like in that moment. Um, so it's, 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 it's astounding. And then I'm fortunate to be a part of other events with the, not only like NCAA and women's final four, but Milwaukee pride fest, the world's largest music festival happens here in Milwaukee at Summerfest, And so like the list goes on and on to that things that I feel so grateful to be a part of. And like you said, that, that positive instantaneous feedback, good and bad is, is it's a roller coaster, but that's how I learn and that's how we grow and, and, and I'm a human. And so I, I love it. I'm so grateful for the human connection because as I'm sure we all learned during COVID and lockdown, um, I missed it. it yeah. I really realized how much I love this and I love playing music for people. I honestly have a lot of compassion for somebody that does what you do, because if you are consistently 
in touch with people, the way you've been in touch with people like live, and it's just really big energy. And then suddenly like, you need to stay at home and you're not going to talk like, like that is such an abrupt, like it's cutting off an arm practically. It really was. It was crazy for the, again, the whole, the, I think music industry, I mean, we could, you know, this is a big, big rabbit hole to go down, but we can just talk about DJs. And so it evolved really, obviously it was overnight. And then from, I learned a lot about copyright and licensing, not to make light of it, but a lot of DJs were then, well, this is what I want to do. And I want to make people happy. And they're going on social media and they're DJing. And now their channels, you know, which is like their, their lifeline to people on events and what's happening are getting shut down because of copyright and licensing. And so it was like this constant evolution. I learned a whole new program and I learned how to produce an event from my living room. And that took two or three months to learn all of that so that it was up and just functioning. And so it was like, I had this purpose and I would wake up literally and I would just get lost in watching videos on how to set up my GoPro, GoPro to a program called OBS so that I could live stream DJ legally on Twitch. And it was this, it, it was this evolution of I needed parts. And like we all knew, right, parts, things were taking two, three, four, five weeks sometimes to get to us. And so it was just astounding. But in the moments where I got to, whether it was hearts or comments or messages or text, in moments where I DJ for an hour or I read my book, it was like that connectivity that I realized I just, again, I can't reiterate enough how much like we all need people and we need that connection and we need, we need one another to feed off of and to, to get through hard stuff, but to also celebrate the really good stuff. So in the last uh, couple of minutes, I would love to hear you talk about, let's say somebody is feeling a bit discouraged about a direction they want to go in. And obviously you've had some turns in the road that could have gone pretty South, but you didn't quit. And I just get the sense that you've always had a clear vision of where you're headed. What would you say? I mean, you maybe there's an example where you were kind of tempted to be like, well, they need sexy. And I'm just saying, screw you. Like I'm out. There's so many reasons why you could just lose your temper and just leave, but you haven't. And you're really, you know, you're still in your purpose. So if somebody is in that place where they're just like, God, people suck today. (laughs) People don't get me. People don't understand. You know, what is something you'd like to share that might help them see another perspective? I appreciate that. I like how you see things. So I I really appreciate that. (laughs) You you say it so much more eloquently than I can too. Um, I am learning and have learned to continue to listen to that little voice that has always been inside of me. And again, to reiterate, it started on the basketball side where I knew candidly, there was only a certain time frame that that door was going to be open for me to chase a dream to play professional basketball. That's not something when you're even, you know, like 40s, 50s, that you could maybe even 30s that you can do and be like, I'm gonna try this again. And so I knew that if I didn't do it in that moment and to the fullest ability, um, I made a lot of sacrifices. I made a lot of, lot of decisions where that was the only thing I had in mind was I couldn't control if somebody said yes, right? If they wanted to sign me to their team, all I could control was everything that I put up to trying to get somebody to say yes. And it was that cliche that I only needed one person to say yes. 
And so I did everything I possibly could to try to literally convince just one person to bring me to their team, to pay me to play basketball overseas in Europe. And so that, that little voice was something that I wanted to say that I did my best, that I tried my best. I was fortunate enough that the yes came, but I was also mentally prepared. I had a date set where I was going to, and I needed to stop actively trying towards that, which also kind of goes against who I am and chasing your dreams and challenging me to be my absolute best self. But I could not stay sane if I continued to chase that dream if nobody ever said yes. And so for me, and it was honestly at the time when I started chasing that dream, it was two plus years that I gave myself this timeline. And, and it was something I talked over with, with my family. And I said, this is what I need to do. And this is the direction I'm going to go. This is the last possible date. And on that date, I will figure out the next chapter and cross that bridge when I get there. So that little voice, it just kept me going. And it, there was something inside of me that I just had to do my best. I, again, grateful that somebody said yes. And that's how I feel about what I'm doing now is I'm trying to find that voice even now as a DJ. And I feel like for me, it's making more music right now. I just, I have one song that's out with my friend Tanner Howe called I Won't Give Up. And it's that we wrote that during a pandemic. And that was, there's a lot of layers that I'm sure you and I could talk about for another 10 hours <laughs> that I put, a, that's a lot of me in that song, a lot of my feelings and, and a lot of different avenues that we tried to like get into one song. And that's what I want to do. I want to put out more music and I want to keep listening to that voice even when other people, you know, or directions or clients or people I work with and for in different events try to pull me other ways is trying to keep that focus on what makes me happy. Because again, it comes across then when I DJ, like when I'm present and I'm happy, I'm the best that I can be. And I think that ripple effect, it has more of an effect than we know, whether I'm DJing in my living room for one person or I'm DJing for hundreds of thousands of people at a Bucks or a Bucks celebration for a championship. Yeah, that's great. And honestly, just seeing the videos of you with your energy and listening to you now talk, Shauna, like it's just, you are a reference point of joy Thank you. when somebody listens to that voice. So I, I really appreciate your coming and sharing about that. No, thank you. I appreciate that. And maybe your listeners would, would feel something if it, like with my song and it's about the part of it is about chasing a dream. And it's, it's, you know, for me, I talked about, honestly, like I play that song for myself a lot and it, you know, it's called, I won't give up. And, um, I, I need that on a, on a regular basis. I need to remind myself that I won't give up. And it's something that I continue to chase and perfection doesn't exist, but I know I have a lot more in me and and I hope that people listening know that they have a lot more and that they are special and that the world needs them. And I think that's what's really important is that we need that authenticity and we need we need positive vibes and we need things that might not maybe seem, quote, normal. But that's what makes the world so special and unique is are those uniqueness, things that we were taught in kindergarten that somehow we tend to forget. So true. All right. Well, thanks again. And uh yeah, I'll put all the links to all the good stuff I've already mentioned in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, just go check that out. Uh, you won't be sorry. Thanks, Shauna. Thank you. So now that you've heard DJ Shauna, I wanted to leave you with three contemplations that you might ponder to take this home. Number one is 
You know, DJ Shauna talked about having a big dream and all she needed to do was have one person open the door. So she focused on that. So is there one person or type of person that could open one door and it would make all the difference in the world? Like who is that person? Another thing that I was really appreciating is that DJ Shauna is really willing to follow the voice inside of herself give it a chance, even if it seems unreasonable. So how are you listening to the voice inside these days and just supporting that? Because sometimes it's hard to hear. And then finally, is there a place where you've been pretty much shut out because of certain norms, but your vision is clear and it's really just not stopping you? What's that? Where is that for you? And it's sort of a place where you can claim some victory, I say, right? Where's a place in your life where you just didn't stop? So we're done. <laughs> and, you know, if you're, if you're intrigued by the boldness that my guests exhibit, I would invite you to go to my website, www.christinafry.com, F-R-E-I.com. And explore your innate marketing genius type. That is a way to tap into your why, which is step one to getting that bold, I would say. And that is an assessment that takes five minutes. Check it out. You might be one of the five types and it will help you understand that why. And I, if you don't know me, I'm a marketing and branding consultant for small businesses, for small badass businesses, let's just say. (laughs) So, um... And I will be sure to leave DJ Shauna's information. It's really just djshauna.com. And Shauna is S-H-A-W-N as in Nancy A.com. So just go there. Her song is on there. All her info, videos, etc. It's just a delight to go there and just explore. And finally, I want more people to get courage from hearing about these lonely edges so that they, they can explore their own. So please leave a high rating and a review on your podcast device or app, and it will bring more people to this domain. I really appreciate it. Until next time. Bye.